Hello, everyone, and welcome to our third episode of Hey Sun Cares podcast. So this is a podcast where we talk about everything and anything, and we'll see if anyone cares. So number three, number three, we're into the third episode. We've been doing it for three weeks now. Wow, surprising. So just going straight into the topic, since、uh, we're more talking about a specific thing today. We're so yesterday. Well, we're recording on March twelfth right now.、Uh, yesterday was March eleventh,、uh, which is ten years ago. There was a Tohoku earthquake happening in Japan, so we just want to kind of go talk about that、uh, for our episode this time. Just talking about the basic information of what did happen, so that everyone. Knows, I'm pretty sure a lot of people knows who's been listening to it. But again, it's been ten years.、Uh, something to definitely need to remember. And also, me myself, Heisan was in Japan、uh, at that time, so I just want to talk about that experience and just few back and forth with Christian as well to kind of talk about this. Anything to add? Yes,、uh, I wasn't in Japan at that time. I was、uh, working to apply to teach in Japan, so、um, I. Would have more to say about how living、uh, there post the Tohoku earthquake, so I can add that at the end. Yep. All right. So、uh, let's get started. Getting into the Tohoku earthquake information, just so that everyone knows、uh, what happened, what kind of thing it was. So、uh, back in 2011,、uh, March 11th. This happened at 2:46 p.m. Actually,、uh, around in the Tohoku、uh, Pacific Ocean side, there was a magnitude nine earthquake happening, which affected most of Japan. Actually, having a huge earthquake and then getting into a huge tsunami hitting in the Tohoku area, affecting many many people, and many people lost their lost their lives. It was a huge thing that happened back ten years ago. Places that hit has been affected very much. It's been getting back into the norms right now, but yet it's still something that many people has still、uh, scarred by, and many areas changed the scenes, the how it was. So again, many many thing has happened based off of that earthquake. So again, it's very very vaguely said, but that's. What the event was,、uh, Christian. If you want to add something,、uh, some other informations that I missed, if there is any. Not so much at the moment.、Okay. Um, I definitely want to like start asking you. Yeah,、uh, of course. Yeah, let's get into those、uh, topics.、Uh, yeah, go ahead. Your questions. Sure. What you mentioned it happened at two forty-six p.m. What were you What were you doing at the time? At that time, I was actually、um, so again. I, back then, I was in Japan working、uh, at the place I was. Working at, and I was just regular, just having the regular normal days of busy, you know, just trying to get my emails out and working all those kind of things.、Um, I was actually typing some emails probably back then, if I remember correctly, because I was definitely in front of the PC and kind of going through. And yeah, again, just the normal regular days. Okay.、Uh, yeah. At two forty-six. How how did it start? So as in yeah, when you when did you notice the earthquake was happening? Yeah, um, I mean again, like earthquake was a norm in Japan, just a regular like 
the smaller earthquakes, you know, this happen when you're in sleep or when you're just, you know, you know, in the normal days, like it shakes and it's like, oh, it's an earthquake kind of thing. What is the thing? This time it started off as like, oh, it's shaking. And it's a earthquake again. Everybody's, you know, reaction towards the earthquake was that. But then it just didn't stop as as usual like it usually stops around like you know five to ten seconds it just shakes and it stops and it's like okay but then it just didn't stop it just got worse and worse started shaking back and forth you couldn't literally stand uh i was again uh in the tokyo area back then like it was it wasn't again as bad as the tohoku area i'm pretty sure but it was still big uh i was in the building then um i think it was 14 floor high and i was in the seventh floor seventh floor yeah okay. uh it was shaking again it just i couldn't stand so i never felt that type of shake in my life again it wasn't normal the first thing i do same as everyone else just going under the desk at that time and again i don't i didn't know what was going on i was okay it was just shaking um i was afraid that the building was just going to collapse or something it was that bad of a shake i also just noticed how much I couldn't do a lot when such thing happened, actually. Um, you felt powerless? Yeah. Every floor has, um, in normal workplace as well, like every floor has like this uh, emergency kind of person who, like if there's a fire or something, you know, there's always an evacuation kind of leader type of person. So mm-hmm. that type of person was there also. And then he was just doing the right thing, everything like opening the doors is something that definitely needs to happen. You know, making sure everyone is under safe rather than doing something dangerous. And mm-hmm. I, me, myself, I didn't even think about that type of stuff. And again, it's, it was, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people's first experience, but I, I wasn't used to earthquakes period because I, I was, you know, born in, Illinois area and just been raised there with no earthquake in my life. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it was it was something different and it's just it shook probably very long time. Yeah. When it ended, how did your coworkers, how did your company manage? Meaning, did everyone get out aside into the ground floor? Did they did they have a place to meet? after the earthquake ended actually um when earthquake happens especially in japan when the buildings are really high it's much more dangerous to go outside uh mm-hmm. because of the fact that i've saw, I, I saw it too from my floor but uh like looking at the ground from my floor there was literally like parts of building just you know falling, falling. or like it was it uh, was already on the f- ground area but like that does happen so it's not really the safest thing to do to go outside again just okay. going underneath the table is probably the best thing to do it, it's weird to say but it didn't settle for like it felt forever that it mm-hmm. settled like i'm pretty sure it was just like not too much of a long time i really i can't really say how long it was but once it settled again everybody was i'm pretty sure all, all the people in Japan were like panicking problem, not panicking, but like thinking like what's going on kind of thing. I remember the thing that happened was turn on the TV to see what the informations were going on. Um, Mm -hmm. I remember that I couldn't use my cell phone at all because everybody was probably using it and communicating. Good thing I used emails back then uh, rather than like, you know, using the phone 
kind of type of thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually was able to communicate with my parents and uh, my sister as well to kind of let them know that I'm safe. I literally told them this happened and I'm safe kind of thing. Um, okay. So that was good. And also I was, uh, I think I was quick enough to actually call. Oh no. I think because um, my grandparents had like a very old phone back then. So like, mm-hmm. I think that's why my cell phone was able to connect there, but I was able to tell them that I was safe as well. Once that happened, I don't know. I don't remember the specific times, but we were told to go home actually once everything kind of settled down, like stopped um, okay. moving, but there were still some aftershocks continuing on. How many did you uh, feel? Uh, that day, I'm pretty sure I felt like I don't know. Um, I don't want to over exaggerate too much, but it felt like every hour I, there was certain mm. like aftershocks kind of going on, and because of the because I probably got traumatized by the fact that it felt like it was shaking more than usual. Probably, I don't know. How far did you live from your workplace? Were you able to get home quickly, or did you also have to worry about you know taking the trains or the buses? Actually, I was pretty lucky. I usually try to live very close to where my workplace is. So um, back in Japan, I actually did that too, and it was like a twenty-minute walk for me. Twenty minutes. Yeah, so it wasn't that bad actually. But I was actually able to see stuff on the ground, and I was. Well, I shouldn't say I was able to see, but like I saw many people again walking home because uh, mm-hmm. the trains were stopped, traffics were terrible, people were trying to get taxi, but nobody couldn't kind of thing. I see. And also there were people at my workplace who, again, couldn't go home because of the because they live way too far and they can't walk to go home. So they actually stayed in the building. Um, I see. And slept there that night okay there were people who actually like walked two hours to go home kind of thing as well so those type of thing happened yeah what happened when you got home were you able to you know safely enter your building were you able to find your things in good shape or was it like a different room when you walked in my house was fine while well, i was in the apartment the elevator mm-hmm. wasn't working of course uh so i mean it was a, it's not that bad i mean the fourth i think i was in the fourth floor back then mm-hmm. uh, i was able to kind of walk up the stairs as it was fine the door opened fine but the thing was um when i opened the door um my shelves were fallen over and i had um like cabinets. were they blocking the door oh no it, um it wasn't blocking anywhere i only had like okay one kind of small well it's not small but like medium-sized shelf and um mm-hmm. a drawer but like that was fallen and I used to put like my clocks or all those type of thing on top of the the shelves. So those were all over the ground. And luckily, none of my kitchenware fell, which was very lucky. Um, But yeah, like all those kind of things were like fallen. And I was uh, actually kind of scared to find out that there was a slight crack on the wall actually uh, uh of the apartment but apparently mm-hmm. it was it wasn't that bad like people came to check in and um they mentioned that it's not a it's not like a huge issue so i was like okay okay so yeah. your, your building will stand yes, it's yes, not gonna yes. fall over mm-hmm. okay um uh how were you on supplies uh you know after a major disaster sometimes you got to be sure that you know you have enough to eat yep. you have enough to drink mm-hmm. 
uh, again, I was actually very lucky enough to get have like water at my apartment uh, and also um, have uh, I think uh, the rice actually there to be able to mm-hmm. eat food because of the fact that literally that n- the next day you could not find water like bottled water anywhere like convenience stores supermarkets mm-hmm. uh even the vending machines like they were all out like the only water bottle left were like those flavored waters kind of things only so mm-hmm. and that that was for a very long time too mm-hmm. like, like it's it was probably um if i remember correctly like definitely well i mean i was because of the fact that um we're probably going to go into more discussion but like the the nuclear issues were happening also the nuclear power plant that got affected right right and um we were told that it was kind of dangerous also in the tokyo area so i actually moved Ooh. back to shizuoka area where my um cousins yeah cousins and uncles are there actually mm-hmm. um so i went back there like and that was like if i remember How... correctly i think it was it mm-hmm. was either three to five days after the earthquake i moved there so for those three to five days there were no water or rice up in the tokyo so it, area it wasn't safe to drink the tap water or no. you know filter yeah the tap water and again at the same time you couldn't find any bottled water so mm. how did you get to shizuoka did you um were the trains or the buses or airports even open by that time um i think i used the shinkansen to go there and by that mm-hmm. time i wrote it it was safe to use shinkansen but again there were still i'm pretty sure there were still aftershocks at that time too but it was much more safer got it um what after the earthquake did did tokyo feel different i mean um i'm sure living in the u.s uh you would see news reports of other countries going through natural disasters mm-hmm. it, especially during hurricane season for us in the mainland, you know, places like Florida, Louisiana, Texas, Mm -hmm. um, you would see just a disaster zone. But did, did your area feel like that? Look like that? Um, I would say like look wise, it wasn't too Mm -hmm. much of the, of a difference. I'm pretty sure much more affected the Tohoku area compared to Tokyo area. Like, Mm -hmm. because uh, Tokyo area didn't get any of tsunami issues, it's, it was mm-hmm. just the shakes, but at the same time, they were like, we have to have less electricity used because of the fact that, you know, I think Tohoku area getting affected was a huge issue there as well. So we were told to use less power. You weren't able to use too much power. So all mm-hmm. the buildings, um, the air conditionings were, you know, used less, uh, limited amounts of lights being used. So definitely like work-wise as well, like it was much more different. And then you would hear because of the aftershocks and everything, like Japan being more sensitive towards earthquakes, those um, earthquake early warnings Mm -hmm. just came up many times, if I remember correctly. Um, By early warnings, do you mean like the phone notifications? phone notifications, those that kind of, really scary wow. music um i'm still kind of traumatized by that actually too um but did you get a notification before the big earthquake at 2 46 p.m i think we did if i remember correctly mm-hmm. 
my memories are actually kind of faded there actually like the okay. the effect Just... of the earthquake were much more so like but i have a feeling i didn't get one though but okay i don't know okay i really don't remember you were still in tokyo for mm -hmm. three five days right. um you took the bullet train the shinkansen mm -hmm. to shizuoka right how was it at your relatives location uh, was it bad no was it Actually, it wasn't that bad because as you go south, uh, Shizuoka is more south of Tokyo area. So as you go mm -hmm. like southwest, it's less effective. Of course, they okay. still had a shake and everything, but it wasn't that bad as the Tokyo area. So they're much more safer. Uh, the nuclear mm -hmm. effects weren't that bad as well uh, as Tokyo area. Like uh, that's what they were mentioning. I don't know how much effect it was in the actual like things because we mm -hmm. don't know. We only heard from the news and it might have been a rumor or those kind of things but i mean just to be safe were the nuclear effects more so like the air quality air or quality water? water quality was uh, the, like the thing okay yeah i mean it was a huge effect towards the tohoku people too with crops and everything like once after mm -hmm. that earthquake like nobody bought their stuff kind of thing so the th those got hit too but again it's a different kind of story from the tokyo side but i mean again not knowing too much you know knowledge about the nuclear power plants and everything i we just decided to I, we as in me and my sister uh decided to go to shizuoka together and just stay there for a week just just to add your your sister was also in tokyo uh she was at, actually at not at the time she was actually um taking uh i think it was a vacation, vacation? yeah to somewhere oh, else but and she just missed it and she came back like two days later or something and okay so yeah. uh your sister was out of the country and right. then after two days she came back i think it was like two two three days she came back okay. and then okay, again but... the nuclear mm -hmm. power plant issue came in so we decided to kind of move to shizuoka area okay how long were you there in shizuoka uh for a week actually just a week yep my next question would be when you returned to Tokyo, how, how was it? You were in Shizuoka for a week mm -hmm. just to stay safe. Right. Um, but, you know, everyone has to get back to work. Things have to get back to normal. Yeah. Uh, how was getting back to normal? Uh, it, was, it was very hard. I mean, not only from physical way, but mental way, I would say. Just, mm -hmm. you know, keep on seeing those news videos of those clips of you know tsunami or any of the images how much affected and it's it's mm -hmm. not the best thing to see for probably a month or so you know after happening again not a lot of i don't know it's it's kind of hard to say but um it wasn't it wasn't great <laughs> mm -hmm. to you know trying to get back to the norm i would say Okay. Uh, I was able to, I mean, mm -hmm. a lot of people just quickly had to, but at the same time, it affected, not only it affected our, you know, just the normal lives of ourselves, but also affected like the workplace as well. Like, you know, um, because many of our connections or people who work with were in the Tohoku area. So those people were affected. So we had to kind of work around that from our workplace and everything. Mm -hmm. um, so that was something. And you know, and again, less power is one thing. Uh, again, aftershocks, early warning sounds just scary. And and again, like everybody was just not normal as well after that earthquake. So like getting back to the norm was, it took a while, I would say. 
the tsunami affected the Tohoku area, mm. did any of the, I guess, tsunami water affect the Tokyo area? Did it ever, uh, were you ever warned not to, you know, stay away from the beach, stay away from the ocean side? Yeah, I'm pretty sure like、um, that warning did come out right after、um, the earthquake came in.、Uh, that's usually how it works, like after earthquake. Okay. Do not go by the water. I just don't think Tokyo area got like a huge effect, I would say, because it's much more south of、uh, where the actual earthquake started. So, understood. Yeah, not understood. much affected there. Thank you,、uh, Hei san, for sharing the, your、uh, experience、yep. of the March 11th、uh, Tohoku earthquake.、Mm-hmm. So, I wasn't in Japan yet. I did apply the fall of 2011. And I was accepted the late summer of 2012. So it took a more like a more than a year process to apply to be a teacher for the JET program, Japan Exchange and Teaching Program. During my application process, the earthquake was a topic of discussion for the people interviewing potential、uh, teachers, assistant language teachers, ALTs. So we were told、um, you're going to arrive in a, a changed country. As in Japan is you know, still recovering. Because the Tohoku area was affected, it's not like we're going to be placed there or I was going to be placed there.、Uh, I did meet one assistant language teacher who got placed there.、Uh, he was told that、um, be prepared to teach in、um, uh, disaster uh, shelters or relief centers because their buildings, you know, they had to inspect them and they got to be, you know, the schools had to be safe. So he, he accepted it. He, you know, he wanted to do whatever he can to, you know, assist. And when, when we applied in 2011, some people applied before the earthquake, meaning they sent in their applications. Others, you know, we, we saw the news. And I wouldn't say I met people who passed their application, meaning they didn't, they decided not to go. I, I don't think I ever met anyone who did. I think once the earthquake happened,、um, we wanted, you know, of course, to see if Japan is recovering. And then once we saw that, you know, The news reports are showing that they're working hard to get back to normal or you know, to get、um, to repair whatever got damaged.、Uh, I felt more,、um, more assured that I, you know, I should go to the country to teach. It's sad to say, but during the interview process and application process, I did find out two English teachers passed away.、Uh, they were in the Tohoku area and they were caught up in the earthquake and tsunami. So I believe、uh, one was American. And I, I don't know the nationality of the other one at the moment. I don't recall, but、uh, yes, they did warn us、uh, two people did, did die during the、uh, disaster. But I would say the majority of the Chicago applicants who I was with, we weren't too concerned about、um, fears of going to Japan. We followed the news. We, we kind of were told to you know, avoid eating any, from, any food from the Tohoku area once we were there, meaning. Um, if it was in the marketplace, you, know, you kind of have to be more、um, diligent to see where did this, say, fish come from? Where did this vegetable come from?、Um, mm-hmm. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that struck a lot of fear into anyone. The area I was in was much further south, much further west. The people there, they, they felt the earthquake, but nothing involving the tsunami affected them, nor did they worry about their food supply because.、Um, Uh, at the Ehime Prefecture in the island of Shikoku.、Uh, they grow their own crops, they, grow, they catch their own fish. So it wasn't like we were getting a lot of food from the Tohoku area.、Um, ultimately, though, we were just told to 
you know, be prepared, have a emergency bag with your important documents, a change of clothes, food, just in case, because an earthquake that big, a 9.0 magnitude earthquake, it's going to, you experience that you're, it's going to have a lot of aftershocks. Um, the likelihood that another big earthquake would happen a year, two years, three years later would be, would still be pretty high. I wouldn't say I felt any major earthquakes, like a 9.0 earthquake. The most I felt uh, two earthquakes happened the time out during the five, almost five years I was there. Uh, one woke me up in the middle of the night and another happened during the school hours. But uh, the students, the teachers, they were all aware of get under your desk as soon as you feel the ground shake and wait until it stops and before, you know, going outside or, you know, getting up from where you were. Um, they would never reach a very high magnitude strength. So it, it was more like you said, uh, a small earthquake that most people would just brush off. Hey, San, again, thank you for sharing your story. The disaster definitely affected a lot of people, definitely affected um, Japan. And you, you say they are still recovering? Uh, yeah, I mean, many things has been fixed. Um, they, I think they're definitely getting back to the norms compared to how it was back then, but yeah. You were in the area, the Tohoku area before the earthquake on? Yeah, I went there to kind of visit the area just to kind of tour around and everything. They were, I, I went to Aizuwakamatsu, uh, the city, and people there were amazing, kind. They were welcoming. So I just hope that they're still good at this point. But um, yeah, I was actually very shocked to, you know, here, those areas were also one of the places that was affected. Mm -hmm. So, yep, this episode was more of a um, serious one. We felt that because of the 10-year anniversary and because of your time there uh, during the disaster, it, as a perspective of someone mm -hmm. who experienced it um, was something I thought and you thought right. uh, people it's should hear to be aware. And it's again, I think natural disaster could happen anywhere in the world. So just something to be aware uh, and also something to kind of share with everyone to kind of not to scare or anything like that, but just having that facts, um, you know, shared, I guess is better than not sharing. So, and to just always be prepared, always have, um, plans to follow through when something right. uh, major happens yep okay so that was our episode for uh this week so hopefully everyone uh kind of was able to kind of hear what we were trying to communicate to everyone so thank you again for listening to us this week as well and uh we will see you again next week goodbye bye